The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. Good morning and welcome to BizSense Beat, our weekly roundup of the top business stories from Richmond BizSense. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and joining me this morning is BizSense reporter Jonathan Spires. Good morning, Jonathan. Morning, Ben. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. First up this week, Lego has begun operations at a temporary facility in Chesterfield while their main location is under construction. Tell us about what they're working on there. That's right. Jack Jacobs has an update on one of the bigger economic development projects to hit the Richmond region in recent years, the uh, large Lego manufacturing plant that's planned down in Meadowville Technology Park. It's a 1.7 million square foot plant that's getting under construction. And while that work is going on, Lego is currently operating uh, starting the new year with operations at a warehouse that it's been leasing over on Ruffin Mill Road. Apparently it's been in operation for a couple months now where the company is packaging its building block kits. So uh, exciting news for Lego fans, uh, myself included. I got a couple of Lego sets for Christmas this year. Good to know that the company is underway in the Richmond region. And it'll be interesting to see over the years as the operations expand with that new facility down in uh, Meadowville. And Capitol Square could potentially be getting an overhaul. Uh, What are they discussing for there? Mike Botania had a really interesting story about this RFP that has been out for a master plan for Capitol Square, the uh, state capitol grounds, as well as some surrounding properties, state-owned properties, buildings. Uh, There's also a lot of parking lots over in that area, uh, essentially east of the uh, Capitol building that certainly scream development potential. And it looks like the state is working with this consulting firm, ACOM. Richmonders might know them from being a consultant on the city of Richmond's Richmond 300 master plan. So certainly one of those companies that is experienced in this type of work and basically putting together a master plan for the 46 acre capital district downtown. So very interesting uh, development there. And we'll be interesting to see what that plan calls for. There aren't too many specifics at this point. Another question to be answered is what might happen with the uh, James Monroe building, which has been talked about potentially coming down in the future. So uh, we'll be following that uh, master planning process closely. And finally this week, the planned redevelopment of the Diamond District is getting a financial boost. Fill us in on who's pitching in. That's right. I sat in on a uh, Richmond Economic Development Authority meeting late last month, right before the holiday break. And there was a interesting action authorization by the EDA board to allow the EDA to enter into a contract with the Navigators Baseball Group. That's the ownership group of the Richmond Flying Squirrels. And the contract would provide up to a million dollars in city funds to help with the design of the new baseball stadium that's supposed to anchor the larger Diamond District development project. These funds would allow the ownership group to take more control and do more with the design from what we're hearing. And it is a new update in a ongoing process that is a a time sensitive one. Obviously, the city is trying to reach a target of opening and constructing this new stadium by the 2026 baseball season, Major League Baseball, which is responsible for minor league facilities like the Diamond 
had previously set a deadline of 2025 for upgrading facilities to meet new facility standards that they have. The Diamond does not do that. So this new stadium is needed in order for the Flying Squirrels to continue to play ball. So we're keeping an eye on that process uh, into the new year. Well, that's all the time we have for this morning. Uh, Thanks again to Jonathan Spires from Richmond BizSense for joining me today. You can read these and other business stories at richmondbizsense.com. You're listening to VPN News. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.